Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Severs and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Pastor Corey, good to be back with you for our regular weekly podcast yeah. uh, where we talk about uh, church announcements, community events, and of course, the scripture. Scripture for the so, week. Yeah, scripture for the week. And so we got a few announcements this week we, we do, to talk about. We, do. we have uh, um, some good stuff going on, and so let's hit it. Uh, cool. We have a baptism this Sunday, so Sunday... June 20th. That's right. We'll have a baptism service in between our two Sunday morning services. So at 1030, we'll gather out in front of the church building okay, and walk over to a nearby swimming pool and have a baptism. Awesome. So it is awesome. Cool. Praise God. So come for the baptism service and worship, 9 or 11, and baptism service at 1030. Now, this Sunday, we are reopening, in a sense. We're moving to Mass optional. There's a whole other podcast about that, uh, but just know that this Sunday, June 20th, it, Mass are optional for all ages, all groups. Yeah. yeah. If you want to know more, listen to the Call to Care segment. Right. Contact the church office. Um, cool. We have an upcoming congregational meeting on June 27th to right. vote. If you're a church member, to vote on a property sale, a sale of one of the homes we own, uh, 600 North Bridge. So if you're interested in that, you probably received a letter in the mail if you're on our church mailing list detailing some of the reasons why and stuff. And that's uh, a positive thing. There's not tension about it, but we do need a, a legal vote of the church members to sell property. So. Right. Um, that's on June 27th at 10.15 in between the services. Right. And we invite you to come to that or yes. contact us for more information. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And then this Sunday, we are in John's Gospel. The Gospel of John. Yet again. Mm -hmm. uh, but then we're taking a short break uh, for a, a, a new series yeah. that we're starting called The Comeback, the Comeback. is Stronger Than the Setback. Yes. The short title would be The Comeback. The, comeback, yeah. the long title that we'd like is The Comeback is Stronger Than the Setback. And right. we've had some setbacks recently as a culture. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's COVID-19, the restrictions, the disagreements, the tensions, the, the separation from family. You could go on and on. Yep. Uh, you know, our, our, our church family in some ways have had uh, a setback. But the good news is with God, the comeback is always greater than the setback. Yes. Yeah, even the even death, God can overcome that, right? Through yes. the resurrection, yes. and and so we're gonna have a series coming up, starting not this Sunday, but June twenty seventh, called the comeback. The comeback awesome. is stronger than the setback. Cool. So we're looking forward to that, but we're still in John for now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, where are we? John eight. Yes. 39 through 59. Yes, and at least we're finishing up a chapter. We are finishing up nice. at least. I mean, like, what we're not mean? leaving like in the we, middle of a chapter. Oh, I see you what know, you're saying. Like, like, finally, even though we're, finished a chapter. We're breaking, but we're breaking at a, at a good point. chapter break. I almost didn't do that, oh, but we changed okay. our plans. Yes, yes. And, and uh, yes, we are breaking in between, or right before, I should say, chapter, chapter nine. 9. So yeah. our text today starts at verse 39 of chapter 8 and goes all the way to the end. I encourage you to pause the video and go read it if you uh, would like to do that. So pause. 
Okay, welcome back. Um, I'm glad you <laughs> took that time to go read that scripture. Well, some people yeah, did, yeah, yeah. and some people are snickering along with you, like, exactly. ha, 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 joke's on you, I didn't pause. <laughs> but some of you, maybe, uh, who are part of our Bible studies, have already read the scripture yeah. with another yeah. group, and encourage you to join a, a weekly Bible study, or come back to a Bible study if you've been gone. Um, they're safe, they're healthy. You can Zoom in, uh, you can join in person, in person. Uh, has been going on for a bit now. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so some of you have uh, studied this scripture already. It's a tough scripture. Um, y you know, uh, Jesus is in a debate, maybe not a debate, uh, interaction with some Jewish religious leaders, and they're going back and forth um, about who who is connected to Abraham and who's connected to God the Father, and it gets pretty tense. Well, and with a, a title, a section title, like, you are of your father the devil, you know things are going to be... Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, be a little, that's a section title. Things are going to be a little ES, dicey, right? In the ESV, <laughs> you are of the father, you're of your father the devil. The devil. Yeah, yeah, like, and that's, that's essentially what Jesus tells yeah. him is, like, you're claiming Abraham is your father, but you don't do the kind of things Abraham did. And if you had Abraham's faith, or basically if you had the relationship that Abraham had with God, with God yeah. if that was your true spiritual root, then you would have better fruit than you have in your life. You, And basically his evidence is, you want to kill me, so you're not like Abraham. Uh, Abraham was excited about me, Jesus says. He looked right. forward to the day that I would come. And um, so he has to tell them that actually you're not of the father of Father Abraham, you're not of God's family. You are of dun 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 the, the devil. devils, yeah. the devil's family. That's not good. That is hardcore, man. That, that is, nobody and, wants and, to hear and, that. And I think Jesus was telling them the truth. Yeah, yeah. This is like a. I was telling one of the Bible studies. It's kind of like an intervention where mm -hmm. you don't want to have to say some of these things, yeah. and, but like you have to um, because it, who. You know, they need somebody to tell them. You you think you're you're right, but you're wrong. And and if you're if you're wrong in this area, like you spiritually say you're mm. you're spiritually connected to God, but you're not. So you're banking on that connection. You're banking on oh yeah, we're good with God. You know, we're from Abraham's line. And then you die, and you find out oh no, I was dead wrong on that. Actually, I'm in league with the devil. Yeah, that would not be good. That no, no. you don't want to be wrong on that. Right, right. Yeah, and and so Jesus is kind of confronting their religiosity, yeah, and, and then calling them really to relationship. Um, he is. He's punching their religiosity in, in the, the nose, in, in the just nose, in yes. the face. Yes. yes, not them so much as their bad religiousness, or what we called last week bad goodness. Mm, in, yeah. in order to do exactly what you said, because he doesn't care about their religiousness or how much spiritual heritage they think they have. Because he knows uh, they don't have a true relationship with the Father. With the Father yeah. And how does he know? Because he does have <laughs> a true relationship with the yes, Father. Yes. And and he knows if they really knew the Father, they would want to hear what he is saying. They'd want to follow him. And they don't. Um, but anyway, it, it, it ends with them wanting to kill Jesus, the section. You can read it for yourself if you haven't already. Um, you know, he makes this statement that I'll read that's near the end of the section. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. 
And Abraham lived about 1850 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. And he, so here is Jesus of Nazareth, who, you know, appeared to them in human terms to be 30, 32 years old. And he's saying, I existed before Abraham. But not only is he saying that, the way he says it, yeah. before Abraham was, I am, he makes that that important statement, the I am statement, which is essentially saying, I'm God. Right. To the Jewish people, he's he's using... It takes us all the way back to Exodus. When yeah, I am Moses, who I am. Yeah. yeah. And that is fighting words. Like, yeah. You can't say you're God. Unless, of course, you are unless, God. Unless, of course, you are, yeah. And then you can say it. So what do you think... Uh, this may be a little off track, but like in some ways, you almost think as they, as the religious leaders encounter Jesus, some of their reaction is, I don't know if it's normal or to be expected, but it kind of feels like, I mean, they're coming, he's coming up with some, he's attacking a lot of, not attack, I don't know what it's, he's confronting their beliefs in a really difficult way. And telling them some things that maybe are a little hard to believe as humans. Mm. Yeah. Um, so like that can, a human that's standing right in front of them right. is also God. So in, in some that's sense... That's mind-blowing, yeah. It's, it's like, well, you can see why there's, a little, there's some tension here. Because this has never happened before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it hasn't happened again. <laughs> this, is, this is the one time. But, uh, you know... It, it's it's hard still to you, to confront that truth. Sometimes the truth is hard to. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Sometimes the truth is hard to hear, um, even if it's the truth. It is, and this this section is partly about that. So there's times where hearing it, we're not really hearing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe because we don't want to hear it, or if we really receive, really hear it and receive it that God came in the flesh, then that. That's not just a historical tidbit. That that means something. Like, if God loves us so much he came into the world to rescue us, then I can't just say, oh, that's a nice story to know. That means I owe allegiance to that God, mm. right? Or that God is telling me how to be changed, how to be made new, and I need to listen up. But if we just say, ah, that guy's a liar, and he's he's illegitimate, he, he can't tell me anything, then I don't have to listen to his claims, you know? And, but I absolutely think you're right to back up a little bit that for them to hear this guy claim this and they think they know the town where he's from, it's like, who are you to say these things? But on the other hand, they know that no one's ever quite taught like this. Right, and, yeah. and, and the scriptures have maintained some of them are starting to believe in him, right, it said. Yeah. And, and then they have the healings where he's taken people that have been disabled for, the, for their whole life, essentially, and made them well just by speaking, you know, and there's rumors of these other miracles he's done, and, and he's going to, you know, soon in chapter 9, make a man who's blind give him sight, right? Mm-hmm. How do you, if he's a sinner or if he's got a demon, right. how is he doing these things that are just so good, so good, benevolent, yeah, so yeah. radically different than anything other, even other prophets had done? Um, who is this guy and where is he from? If he's doing good things, then he has to be from a good place, and he's saying the good place he's from is the Father. So is he telling the truth or not? And if he's telling a lie, why? You know, why is he lying? Well, he's not. He's not lying. But some of them are trying to 
say that he's lying because he's what they say here is he's got to be demon possessed uh, or he's got to be a Samaritan who just <laughs> yeah that's they basically call him a name but he's got to be just somebody who's not right not right in the head you know um, and that's just a deflection and, and that's what some people do with the Christian message right that maybe they started listening to it but then they realize you know if I allow this to really become my truth for me, um, I have to obey it. I have to obey mm. yeah. uh, the source of this truth, yeah. God. And and so I think so, there's a violent reaction. They, they, notice they don't just walk away from; they want to kill him. Right. You know. Yeah. So the the message that Jesus is trying to give to these religious leaders is as he confronts their religi religiosity is also... Religiosity is the word for the day. It confronts our own. If you can spell it right in the comments, Tim will give you a candy bar. Yes. I think they could just use spell check. Probably. Yeah. If you yeah. get the first few right, maybe. <laughs> um, but he confronts our own religiosity. He said it again. I love I it. I love yeah, it. Okay. Right? <laughs> and, and there are things that we like about our life and the way we live it that we don't want to give up. Amen. Uh, because we like it that way. And Jesus is calling them to a very different life, a life uh, yeah, that's focused on others and not on self and a, and a true relationship with, with, uh, with him and with the Father demands some sacrifice and some changes to the way that we behave. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah, frankly, I mean, we just don't. <laughs> all I, of us just don't want to, right? right. I, and we need to not just look at this as a historical lesson of what Jesus went through with those religious people then, but like put ourselves in the story, uh, especially for those of us who are yeah. religious people. Yeah, um, who go to church we? and do. We might be spiritual people. We might have a relationship with Jesus, but we we live on Earth too, so we can be tempted to have these same bad religious attitudes that they did of, you know, kind of trusting our churchiness or mm -hmm. trusting our, and I don't need to change that much. I'm pretty yeah. good. I'm, yeah. you know, I went to church growing up or I have Christian parents or whatever. Um, and, and God saying, no, I want you to uh, obey my word. I want you to uh, uh, follow my calling for your life, whatever, you know, whatever he's calling you to do. Um, and, and, and we may say, ah, I don't know. Who are you to tell me what to do? You're, I'm not going to listen to you. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and be careful lest we fall. You know, would could we say that to Jesus, that we wouldn't listen to something he's telling us to do? I, I think even if you're saved, even if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, there's still a possibility that what we call your flesh or selfishness could say i want to choose my will over god's will for my life and that's the christian journey of growing in christ likeness is really surrendering to the truth that god's will for our life is better um and he's always shaping us to become more like christ he's not going to lead us into this joyless life you know he's got the best life for us possible uh, but it does requiring us surrendering control of it and obeying his word. Um, I think the old joke is, you know, used to be a bumper sticker that said, God is my co-pilot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But 
somebody made another bumper sticker that said, if God's your co-pilot, you need to quit or something like like switch seats. yeah well not switch seats because are they just co I don't, I don't know i don't i don't understand how co-pilots work honestly but but god's the pilot yes. you know and this isn't a co-pilot deal like you are i don't know behind the pilot yeah yeah it's his deal it is yeah okay all right uh anything else from this section tim i didn't get to ask you one of those questions where then you uh chuckle i don't know sorry like, uh, no, it's it's okay. You know that, how I do that usually, like yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like I don't expect like, to answer a question you, or something. You, but, but I do it to you every time. Me, like, hard, I do it to like, you every time. I'm going to throw out the to, hard question for Tim. You know, yeah. I'm like no, right. no softballs, no anything. Well, That's you like, you went straight so. to this almost the devil thing right away, so that I couldn't ask you. I think I think. Oh, what happened? I don't know. Oh, no. We're just going to keep going. We're keep going. We had a technical it's issue. Technical issue. This sometimes. may affect our our YouTube video, but probably not our audio. So it says it's still recording. Oh, okay. So we'll it see. doesn't matter. Well, now we just it's recorded some useless stuff, but could be. Um, so you yeah, know, I I, I I just want to leave it with this, Tim. Sure. What do you think of it? It says when it says we were not born of sexual immorality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Verse 41, we were not born of sexual immorality. We have one Father, even God. You know... Uh, come to the sermon <laughs> Sunday. Come to the sermon on Sunday and find out. Oh, um, what are they talking about there? You know, yeah, yeah. I think, well, I think they're talking about being, I don't know. I'm going to leave that to you. Oh, you. And I would you. love to know also more about the closing of that, which is we have one Father, even yeah. God. Yeah. So I don't know if you're going to bring that up on Sunday, but I am um, going to talk about that a bit. That little phrase is just kind of strange. That that we have one Father, even, even God. God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think in I a th weird way they're uh, they're they're saying, yeah, we claimed Abraham as our father, but really, we're straight from God. Yeah. That's okay. Um. That's that's kind of the straightforward way I understand it, but mm. yeah, yeah, and, and and at the same time they're saying we don't even really know where you're from. Yeah, there's rumors about your father. Yeah. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's he has. I'm not talking about your father. Right. I'm he talking has, about Jesus because he has a human <laughs> father, but he's also talking about God being his yeah. father. It's right. Like, well, right. what is it? You know, you can't have two right. fathers. Right. I don't know. Who's your father Who's anyway? Who's your father Jesus. really? Yeah. Some yeah, so they it, they're really insulting in this section if if you don't get the gist of that, but um uh, I think sometimes r religious people can be insulting cuz we I don't know, we get to this place where we really self-righteous and we think we're so much better than and and uh, than someone else. And I think what's really ironic here is they're talking to the perfect son of God, critiquing him, name-calling him. Um, and not even seeing their own errors and you know meanwhile if they could just listen if they could really hear it would be so good for their mm, yeah. life and I imagine would make them a lot less grumpy at home probably <laughs> I'm if just guessing I'm guessing goal, these yeah. guys were not like not, awesome yeah. to be around <laughs> they don't seem like it <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah they don't seem if like these are the names they called Jesus I wonder what they called their kids yeah yeah I don't know. Maybe that's just how I think. Like, Maybe. If you call Jesus, you know, a demonic Samaritan. Yeah. 
don't try that on your kids. Have you tried insulting your your kids or whatever? You are oh, a demonic you Samaritan. Samaritan. Um, what was the line I told uh, the Bible study not to use on their kids? A 47, I think. Is it 47? No. Was it 47? I, 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 the reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. I thought it was, but I, I don't yeah. remember. Okay. Yeah, so yeah don't just tell your kids they don't listen because they're not of God. <laughs> That's probably not helpful. <laughs> do you ever do that with your kids? No, uh, no. Okay. I did once Asher came home from something and he asked me for something and I said no and he said daddy don't be from the kingdom of darkness oh I remember that that was a good one uh, and that was probably one of yeah, my favorites. That's, awesome. that's probably as close as I've come to that yeah, so yeah. I don't know but alright well, cool well we should probably wrap things should up should wrap it up I you got lunch so. coming out here it looks like it so Cool. Well, thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our hilltop. From the kingdom of here. darkness. No, <laughs> no, no. In the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington, where we strive to be in the kingdom well, of light. Kingdom of light and, yes, goodness. Yes. Pay no wow. attention to him sometimes. Sorry. He talks it just about came him. out. <laughs> so. Anyway, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye.